Victor Galvin. Yeah, 24-7 mindset. Yeah, 24-7 mindset. Let's go. 24-7 mindset. And uh, I remember when um, he uh, came and put everybody together, now that I was ready, I did not know why he was getting me ready, but uh, I'm fixing to find out uh, how my life was going to change. And um, I remember that we we all like sitting in this casting place ball that we just poured. And, uh, and he's like, hey, just, I just want to let everybody know that Victor is going to take over. He's going to be the boss. And some guys that was with him for almost 25, 30 years, they quit right there. They didn't even wait and see why. So they probably found out later why. But um, so they quit. And there was a lot of new people, new guys that, that wanted to uh, move up in the company. They're like, hey, uh, they used to call me Hurricane. Hey, Hurricane, we're going to support you, man. You, you're a great boss, blah, blah, blah. They make me believe all this stuff. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. That was probably bullshitting with me. But at the end of the day, I took it serious. And at the end of the day, they was uh, listening to me. I remember when I used to go to their walls, we got this huge walls that we got to pour. And I'm like, hey, I used to climb it. Hey, we got to reinforce it. We got to do it. And they're like, okay, no problem. Here again. They, they knew better. They were good carpenters, better than me and all stuff, but they ended up putting a, a strong back or a kicker or whatever just to make me happy because I was the boss, supposedly. But in that conversation, finally, Ray said that, that he was going to die in three months. And mm. that's the reason he, was, he, he wanted his son to be in charge, but his son wanted to just be drinking and sometimes don't show up on Mondays. Like a typical guy that's not committed, that is committed, for his um, habits, but not for the habit of uh, construction or, or great leaders. He probably built half of Orlando, but nobody respect him, right? So, so that's the reason. So, so three, day, three, three months later, he died. So that's where I got all my knowledge from the gentleman, all the support he believed on me. And um, I gave all the credit to me, right? But, you know, at the end of the day, you got people in your life that is going to tell you, yes, you can do it. And you got people in your life that is going to tell you, no, you can't do it. But it's up to you to, to figure out which person you're going to listen to, right? So I really listened to Ray, and, um, and um, here I am. So how old, are you, how old are you right there? 16. You're 16 and running a construction company. Running a crew. Running a crew. The construction company was huge. So how long did you work there for after he died? Um, I stayed almost seven more months. Into, but before that, I got in trouble a lot of times. Uh, but uh, I, guess, uh, I guess we can talk about it. So he would let me borrow his truck. And, uh, and then one time, uh, I'm driving from uh, Magic Kingdom to Universal to check this job. And I'm like a big shot. And I parked the truck, I remember, on the city walk up in the mountain. And uh, I got out of the brand new um, uh, uh, Dodge uh, Ram. I think it was the first year, 1995, that this Dodge came in. And uh, 1995, 1996, do the math. From 81 to that, that's tell you how mm -hmm. old I was. I think it was 1996. And um, 
and uh, I forgot the, it was standard, it was gear shift. I forgot to put it in gear mm-hmm. and uh, put the brakes. So I left it in neutral. So I'm uh, walking to see the guys, the truck was kind of following me. And thank God it was a retaining wall and hit the, re- hit the retaining wall. So the first thing they got to do drug test on this person. We got to check his identification. We got to check everything because if he was drunk or killed somebody, we're going to take him to jail, right? But they found mm-hmm. out that I was underage. Mm-hmm. So Universal Studios now is involved. The owners of the company, I create a big problem. He's, they spend almost $100,000 in fees and problems and uh, lawyers and other stuff to be able to, for for them not to... Um, like pursue a lawsuit? Not pursue a lawsuit. So they mm-hmm. agreed that as long as I stay out of Universal Studios, was fine. So, so, so when I got out, of, I was scared now. I'm getting so they they oh now you gotta come in they didn't grab me right but they taken me so as soon as I'm exiting now there's Ray this is before he died right so so Ray is like and then now uh, you, you got Jack and Jerry the owners of the company with Universal and uh, I'm like fuck I'm done I'm done here but they 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 start laughing so that's gave me more confidence to understand that they trust me right mm-hmm. so. So now we're fighting, they let me stay for whatever longer, and then we got the news, he died, so I got it now. Uh, they won the case, whatever, but they let me stay, so now I'm going to, they send me to, you know that tilted house that's backwards? Yes, that's... Um, Wonder Words? It's, it's on, it's, yeah, Wonder, Wonder Words, Words, an international so, drive. Yeah. So they sent me there, and uh, the company was finishing that job, so they put me next to the other job they just got, they get spent, the Coca-Cola building. If you notice, there's a Coca-Cola yep, yep. little strip mall right there. So that's where I went, and that's and I'm like, nah. I think there's got to be more than that. A little freaking building. I'm like, nah. So I got out of there at the age of 16, and I went explore and see what my options. And then I started working for this company at the age of 16. And there's another story right there. So, so. So I always knew I was gonna be somebody. Um, I don't know how different, but I knew that I was different. I went and um, and asked for a job, this company, and they're like, no, we're not hiring, we're not hiring. And they're actually, oh, if you wait for the boss right there in that trailer, he, he's gonna come in. So I'm like, nah, no, no, we gotta be doing something. Let's go and find, they're like, no, you can't go into the job site. It was a huge job site. It was Timber Timber Creek High School back then, um, back in East Orlando. So so we waited there. I'm like, no, we we me and my uncle. So now we're like, we need to get hired. So the guy was hiding from us because he didn't want to give his face. He didn't want to tell us no. Everybody already told us no. But me and my uncle were like, fuck this. So we opened the trunk of our car. We got a little machete. So we start cleaning around the trailer. So we start stacking because they had big leaves, big, big uh, bushes, whatever. It looked like everybody fucking lazy over there. Nobody cleaned it. Like, it was like abandoned. The trailer, the, the work trailer was abandoned. So we start cleaning, we start organizing, we start cleaning the steps, the ramps, and all that stuff. The guy watching us with the binoculars all the way, Larry, this guy Larry. So finally he's like, man, I feel bad, man, but I cannot hurry. I'm like, hey, please, we promise you that we're good. They're like, what do you guys know? We're like, oh, we know this, this, and this. But uh, we didn't know shit. 
on Tilltop. We knew about hardscape, con uh, casting place walls, but we didn't know nothing about till panels, right? Mm -hmm. So we're like, oh, uh, you know, we will figure out, just give us opportunity. He gave us the opportunity. So now a lot of people, we see that people was lazy, people was not moving enough, people was not laying out enough. So now me and my uncle, we see somebody coming with river. I go in the front, he goes on the back. We start pushing the people. So people start getting out, out of carrying the rebar. So now we start taking over, taking over, taking over. So now we're in charge of buildings. We start uh, being in charge of uh, grouting the panels or whatever. It's, it's a lot of little things. But now we start getting in charge. We start doing the stairs. We start doing the housekeeping paths for the equipment. Now we start cleaning the job. And, and the GC start liking it. So the subcontractor is like, who's this guy that's getting it done? Blah, blah, blah. So now we start getting promotions. Now we start making $20. And uh, it goes on and on. And, and, and finally, after finished that job, I went to this gentleman that he was the general now. His name is Randy Marnhill. I, uh, I went to him. I'm like, look, man, um, I just uh, turned 18. But, but, you know, it was a couple of years later, right? I just turned 18. I need to. So he's like, no, fuck, I don't know. No, man, you got to go. I'm like, no, man, give me another chance. I need a chance. I need to turn my name into Victor Galvan because I'm working on the Victor Rodriguez. I need opportunity. And uh, he gave me the chance. He sent me to Miami. And he like, go to this guy, Brian, and you're going to learn from him. And um, everybody says he's the lowest, but he's the best teacher. I'm like, fuck, you send me with the best. So I learn as much as I can. And guess what? I took over. Mm. I took over on the tilt-top side. And uh, I'm not bragging, I'm just saying that, that when you do something, this is a message for a lot of people that like to do things half-assed, you know. When you do something, do it right, even though it's something that you don't love, it's okay. Something good will come out of it. You will get into a habit of doing things right, and that, that is going to help you for the next thing that you're going to do that you love, right? So... So there's a lot of story behind all that, and um, that that was a little bit of my life in the construction industry, from going from the nursery to the construction, and now into the ownership of one of the most successful companies in Central Florida. Um, actually, number one in the state for tilt-up and concrete uh, right now. So, you know, there's um, there's a lot of little details that I can uh, provide and uh, give you and knowledge and all that stuff, but at the end of the day, I need to just uh, slow down a little bit. I got a movie, I got a documentary coming that is gonna show uh, all the struggles, the hard work, dedication, and, and the wins that I had in my life, so so I recommend this movie for somebody that, that can believe on what he wants to do, but he's not sure on how to do it. Uh, just uh, watch it, commit, go all in. That's what I can tell you right now. But until you watch it, um, that's when you're going to understand and identify yourself with this story that everything is possible, you know? Yeah, so Victor has a documentary that is coming out soon. It's in the process of going to, um, you know, its stages, you know, for his documentary to be finished. Um, 
So there's there's a lot of story in there that we were going to talk about on this podcast, but we decided to leave it out because we don't want to, you know, give away the story that's being made already. So those are the reasons why we kind of went from, you know, just him coming to to America and starting working here because but there is and I've already seen I've already seen clips of the movie. It, there's a huge story there that you guys will definitely appreciate um uh, you know the hard work he had to go through just to get to where he was even starting from the bottom in America. But anyways, I just wanted to make sure we got that clear. And we got to talk about um the development of your 24/7 mindset. We got to talk about what 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 gear went inside your head that said, "Hey, I know it happened to you as a young age, obviously, but what was that gear that kicked in? You were like, you know, I can't be like everybody else. Like you said it a couple of times in your story. I'm off so far away, sorry. Um, you said it a couple of times in your story how you thought you, you knew that you were somebody different. So that different is the mindset that came into your head, which you now call the 24-7 mindset because you created this mindset to push yourself past, you know, other people, you didn't. You didn't want to be the normal guy. You wanted. You wanted to exceed everything, which is the twenty four seven mindset. You made yourself better by creating this mindset for yourself, and you used it to push yourself through all the tough times, all the work, anything you needed to, you know, all the goals you needed to go reach. You used the twenty four seven mindset for that. That's what I want to talk about. Yeah, I want to talk about. hundred percent agree. Um, so, so part of that is that is that inside you that that doesn't let you believe, or that inside you that holds you from taking the decision. The twenty-four-seven mindset mentality is that the inside you that doesn't let you sleep, that pushes you to be different. So we all have that person inside us. It's, it's up to you if you really want to listen to it the person that want to be different, the person that wants to take over, the person that always want, want to do better, want to do more, but you never end up doing it. You just wanted to do it, but kind of want it and never end up doing it. So I, I always um, remember that I didn't have time for options. I did not have time to, to, to see, oh, let me just stay home. Oh, let me stay a little bit more in bed. No, I, me, I'm like all in get up and figure it out because uh, because that 24-7 mindset inside of me was uh, forcing me to be different and that's what I've been carrying uh, for all my life and I still have it. I, I you know, I pray to God that I, um, I work when I'm sleeping. That's how committed I am for because of that 24-7 mindset inside of me pushing me every day. Um, and I also, you know, I uh, have a heavy schedule. I schedule myself too much, so I don't got time to think and start thinking on stupid stuff that can get me in trouble. So, so, so is that that that's the twenty four seven mindset that that I believe and I create that that helps anybody to make sure listen to the inside you that that wants to do things different and um, yeah, and really keep, do it. Keep really yourself it. productive. Yeah, Victor, really Victor runs, runs how, many, how many businesses do you run now? Right now, probably about six. All right, so Victor runs six businesses. Okay, just, just let that sink in for a little bit. He runs six businesses, and he's, he, he's still making time out of his day to show you 
how how the mindset he's running in his head to keep him going and that she's trying to teach everybody about the twenty four seven mindset and and you know you know how to achieve your goals and um you know six six businesses running is nothing that sneeze at i mean I'm sure some and, of you guys and, run and, your own business and have one business and you can see how much time and effort and everything you're putting into those businesses i can't just imagine how six businesses run now obviously you know he has you know he puts people in the right place you know so he he can't be everywhere at one time so you know he he, he he's a good judgment of character you know victor victor finds the best workers you know the best employees you know the best leaders that he can find to put them in their in, in their places to run those businesses in his vision and so you know so he, so he knows the business is being run correctly you know he has his own little tools that he uses. Um, I'm, we're not going to get too much into that. Those tools. I know you're talking about the what was the tools that, you, that Brandon would use and the paperwork you had me sign and stuff like that to know if I'm a if I'm a, a, a oh the R threes uh, R threes yeah there you go oh R3. no no yeah you got you got to use um you got to use what's up there you got to have mentors you got to have all that but before I go into that. You know, it's just, uh, you know, I give you one sample, the 24-7 mindset. How many guys, how many people want a nice car? Everybody. Everybody, right? Yep. But why do they don't get it? Because they're fucking broke, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But why they don't push the inside, the, the 24-7 mindset that they got? Okay, mm-hmm. what can I do different? How can I force myself? Can I wake up early? Can I go and find a different job? That's the 24-7 mindset I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. That person inside you that want the car. Mm-hmm. You want the same motherfucker to come and push this guy that wants the car. Okay, how you gonna get it? Mm-hmm. Figure it out, right? Mm-hmm. That's that's what we're talking about. It's like a trainer. So you're lifting weights, and you know when they tell you, "Come on, one more rep, one more rep." Yeah, same difference. You know, and it's not even it's not it's it's, it's even like starting another job. You know, some a lot of people get stuck in the in, in the the mouse wheel where you know they go to the job and they just want to work, come home, work, come home. You know, if there's no passion to pursue. You know your dreams or your calling like you know if if you're you know into you know sewing and stuff like that creating clothes and selling them on the side using using the power of the internet to create money even if it's even if you only make an extra two or three hundred dollars a week that's savings you know add that up that's that's a that's something that can buy you something later in the future but like i said there's plenty of other things that that you can do everybody has a talent you know, again, I'm not I'm not trying to be religious, but God gave everybody a gift, and it's it's up to you to find what you're good at and what your gift is, and to present that to the world. That's the way I look at everything when I say that. But anyways, I just wanted to get that across. Beautiful. Thank you. 